Hello, my name is Anne DeSantis. I'm the director for the St. Raymond Anatis Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith. I want to tell you what's been going on with us since we've been in existence in 2015. The Mercedarian Friars came together and decided that they wanted to start a foundation to make outreach to families in crisis. And that's exactly what they did when the St. Raymond Anatis Foundation came into existence as a nonprofit, 501c3, headquartered in Philadelphia. Since that time, I became the director in the beginning of 2018, and we basically have four facets to what we do. We offer prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and also programs and events. Now, if you've never been to our website, just to invite you to go to nonatis.org and check out all the great things that we've been doing. Because since that time, since we've been in existence, we've now helped hundreds of families who are going through really challenging times. And as you all know, we went through a really challenging time in 2020. So I'd just like to invite you to go and check out the great things that we're doing. And there's more to come. If you or your church community would like us to come and do some type of an event where we can talk about what we offer in terms of that pastoral accompaniment and making outreach to families in crisis, please do reach out to us. And I'm just so grateful to be able to serve, be able to serve people like you and your families. So again, learn about us at nonatis.org. Thank you. Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry present Journeys in Faith. Now, here's Andy Santis. Hello, and welcome to Journeys in Faith here on this Friday evening. And I am really excited because I have an amazing guest for all of you this evening. I have Nikki Gingrich. She is a speaker and a podcast host of Stepping Up for the Working Mom podcast. And I was also a guest on her podcast, so I'm so honored that I was able to do that. Nikki, welcome to Journeys in Faith. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you so much for having me, Anne. It's so good to see you again. Yeah, it's good to see you again, too. We got to talk a little bit before we started this uh, this call. And uh, I'd like to start out, if I could, by reading some of your bio uh, so people get to know you and what you do a little bit, is that you're a former full, full-time employee turned entrepreneur as a working mom. You found yourself burnout, exhausted, and frustrated with the lack of support that you were receiving in the workplace. 
uh, and you took the leap out on your own and you've never looked back. And you also are a mindfulness coach and have done a lot with the, the speaking, podcasting, and also mentoring, right? You've been, you mentor people, which is such a big deal. So why don't we start out with, you know, you used to work at DeSales University where my daughter, that's how we met, in fact, was yeah. um, the fact that my daughter is a graduate from 2019. So take us back to when you were in that time of your life and things were just very, very busy for you. <laughs> yes, they were very, very busy. So I was working at DeSales uh, and at the time I was director of alumni. So my son, who will be nine in about two months, uh, he was first born. And at the time I was working an hour from home. So I was working full time an hour from home, not at DeSales and said, I can't do this anymore. So I made this switch. I ended up, I always like to say coming home. DeSales was always home for me. I said, I got to come home and I was able to work part time for the first year of his life. Uh, after working part-time for the first year, I was invited and asked to apply for the, the position. The person who had it was, was moving up. And I said, oh, this is like a dream job. This is what I've wanted to do. I always knew I was going to come back and be there in some capacity. And to be director of alumni was, was truly a dream. And I loved it. So I started the job, got pregnant with my second son, and things just changed. Things changed and shifted for me on a personal level. It really became more and more difficult to work those 40 plus hours because as director of alumni, I'm not there nine to five. I'm there nine to five and then they're six to 10 and they're on a weekend or traveling across the country to go to an alumni event, which I loved. But at that point in my life, I was able to do it for about four years probably three, well, really three, three and a half. And I start to go, this, something's not working. Was it the job? Was it me? Was it my family? And things just kind of, the walls just started breaking down and I knew something needed to change. And it started with me. And that's really so much of where, you know, it's not one light bulb moment. It's many little light bulb moments to kind of light the whole sky. And I go, it's not the work. It's not aligned with me anymore. I need to go do something else because as a working mom, I want to keep having a work, work and having a purpose, but I needed something that was more flexible, that gave me more time, that allowed me to be home and be at the, the kids' games and not traveling as much. So I'm so grateful for the opportunity that I had there because it allowed me to kind of shift my vision and shift who I am and really say, what do I want to be? who do I want to be and how do I want to be as a working mom? And it really allowed me to do a lot of exploration, which isn't always easy and is very challenging, but it helped me to, to shift and grow and, and change and kind of become who I am today. And then I know who I am today is going to continue to shift for tomorrow and into the future. Well, what I love so much about you is your positivity <laughs> and your enthusiasm. Now, I didn't know you very well, of course, you know, before you got involved with what you're doing now, but I can certainly say that I do think you found a lot more happiness and gratitude and the value of time and everything. So what did you learn about yourself and what did you learn about the value of time with family? Because, uh, you know, this show is Journeys in Faith and obviously something spoke to you in your heart. Mm -hmm. God spoke to you in your heart 
and and told you that time had so much value and spending that time with your kids and your husband and being a family and doing Mm -hmm. fun things together and not just running from point A to point B with, (laughs) you know, constantly doing, doing, doing. So talk about that. Absolutely. I think the biggest piece for me, and I think the piece that was on my heart was very practical. There was this practical piece that kept coming back to me. And I know it was God saying, this is, this is a huge piece of, of how you want to be as a parent. And it was, I wanted to pick my kids up at three o'clock when school ended. So simple, like such a simple little thing. I went, this is really important. I didn't want to have to put them in to extended care or daycare. And it had nothing to do with money or finances. It was like, this is my heart. I want to be there to pick them up from school. So how can I work and be able to do this at the same time? Something so simple meant so much to me and was so much on my heart. It was like, how do I, how do I make this work? And I just became so determined to figure out a way to make it work. Like there was no turning back once that was on my heart and on my mind. I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to make this happen. Yeah. And I think you've done a really amazing job with that uh, because, you know, your boys and your husband and just being that mom to them, to your, your, to your sons means a a great deal to you. You know, Mm -hmm. you want to be a proactive mom and not just reactive about things that happen in their lives. And so I I just think that's a beautiful thing. Um, Would you have any, um, words of wisdom for moms that are kind of on that borderline, like they know that they're too busy. Maybe Mm -hmm. they're working and maybe they, uh, some people, as you've heard before, they have to work because of financial situations or whatever that is. But if they're kind of on that borderline where they may be able to make it work and stay home or do something different or be creative with their schedule, what kind of words of advice could you give to them? Yeah, I think you, you said the word it's creative. We, we tend to get so one-minded and get so, we kind of put the blinders on and say, well, if I'm going to work and I have to work, it has to look like this, where it has to be where I'm working from nine to five and there's nothing I can do. There's no other options out there, but it's simply to be creative. And I remember when my son, my oldest, who's nine, is almost nine, was first born. I remember asking to a group of women, mostly stay-at-home moms. And I said, how did you know staying home was the right choice for you? Because I was really struggling. So I was like, I don't know if I want to be home full time. We, we also need to be a two income family, you know? So there was that piece and I was really going back and forth. And over the years, you know, those next four to five years were really pivotal in, I can make this look however I want. There's no prescription that says, this is how you have to do it. And I knew staying home full-time just wasn't, that wasn't for me. So words of advice are, listen to your heart. Mm -hmm. Shut out all the outside noise. And if that means you need to go sit in nature and sit next to a tree and pray and listen, but it's truly to to stop talking Mm -hmm. and to just listen. Because when we listen is when we hear. And sometimes we're like, oh, that makes sense. I couldn't hear it before because I was talking too much. Mm. Just sitting and listening and hearing, and you might not hear it the first time or the second time, but just knowing an answer is coming and you will hear it and it will come loud and clear 
and then follow that. You might not know the how, you might not know the when, it might not make sense of, well, this is what I wanna do, but how am I gonna do it? Can we ignore the how question and say, I don't need to know the how, I just need to know the what and the why, and God will show you the how. He will give it to you. And it's really beautiful when we're able to kind of move in that space and also say, I can do this my own way. And it might look like nothing anybody's ever seen before. And that's awesome. Oh, so well said. You know, I've heard that uh, you, you may have heard this before, but that we're human beings, not human doings. Yes. And I yep. think that's what I'm hearing from you, that that's, that's who we are. And, and, you know, just because you're a mom or a wife or a member of a family, it doesn't mean that your life is like only just about mm -hmm. other people. You know, God wants you to have a well-rounded yeah. being. He wants, you know, he wants you to have friends and activities and hobbies and Yep. enjoy your life right and and I do think that is part of what it means in, when we celebrate our faith so uh so thank you so much you know so far this has been an amazing show and we do have to take a short break so keep keep an eye here join us again on journeys in faith just in a few minutes here with Nikki Greenrich today many students go to college with numerous questions about their faith yearning to know if the seed planted in them as a child is both true and practical. Using the miracle on the road to Emmaus as a model, young adult ministers conversed weekly for three months with college students about the most pressing questions they had about the Catholic faith. As they journeyed together virtually, something amazing happened. Doubts disappeared, fears faded, and Jesus revealed that he is still alive. Hearts burning within us the latest book from Patchwork Heart Ministry is a result of that grace-infused conversation. It is the perfect back-to-school gift for recent high school graduates and current college students. Get your copy for them today at patchworkheart.org or by calling 424-704-3278. That's 424-704-3278. Welcome back to Journeys in Faith. Thanks so much for joining us. And as I said right before the break, I'm with Nikki Gingrich. She is a speaker and a podcast host. And the name of her podcast is Stepping Up for the Working Mom. And so I really love that podcast. I just want to invite all of you to, to Google it, check it out. Maybe, Nikki, you can tell us the links, but it, it is on Instagram. And you can find her on Facebook, too. Tell, tell our audience, if you could, where can they connect with you? Be, be the Absolutely. Best. Yeah, so a really beautiful place. I've actually recently taken a social media detox, which has been beautiful and wonderful. Um, so all of my stuff is still there. I'm not actively posting, but all of my stuff is still there. And if I get messages, it comes into my email. So currently the best place to reach me is at my email, which is NikkiGingrich at gmail.com. And then my website is NikkiGingrich.com. And all of my information is is on there, how to find me, how to connect with me. And then the podcast is pretty much found anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, and I've been doing a lot of interviews lately um, with some really amazing women and included from earlier this summer. So go check it out, go back. It's I've been doing the podcast for three years. So go check out what was on there before. And those are the best places to get in touch with me and to contact me. Thank you. I really love what you're doing because 
I think as mothers sometimes, and I said this right before the break, that we can get very focused sometimes on what mm -hmm. is the right thing to do for my family. Yeah. And, and God values all of us, right? And he wants us to also have our own thing. And so whether you're balancing, you know, the kids mm -hmm. and a job, what Nikki did, and she explained that so well during the first half of the show, is that she was very busy at one point in her life with working. And she used the words creative, right? We talked about that idea that sometimes you can be creative with your schedule where, yes, you can still work and, and do fun things, hobbies, whatever it is that you like to do or that you have to do sometimes, but that you can be creative so that you can still be the mom for your kids, be home for them. Uh, be able to be an active part, a, a proactive part of their lives. So I just commend you on all the work that you're doing. Um, I wonder if we could talk a little bit about stress, because some people mm. who are watching this might think it all sounds really good, but I just have so much stress in my life. Would you have any uh, words of advice for them on maybe a few ways that they can find some peace, especially yeah. when they're trying to decide make these decisions for not only for themselves, but the best thing for the family too. Yeah. Stress is stress is something that we all deal with on some level. And it, what I find interesting is I no longer work full time, but I tell people what I do now is I still work outside of the home. I work at a health and wellness office part-time. So that's my outside of the home. I work, do some consulting and other marketing work for another company that's fully remote. And then I have my own podcast and speaking and, and all that kind of stuff. So when I explain it to people, they go, that's so much. And it, it is, but it, it's done in a way where I'm able to manage it. And we can't get rid of stress. Stress is going to show up because there is good stress and there's bad stress. We don't want bad stress, but stress is going to be there. We're going to have kids' schedules. We're going to have to make dinner. We're going to have to plan the food. And when are we getting the groceries? And all of those things that are just constantly on our minds of what do I need to do? My biggest tips are managing. And I believe so much of it comes down to managing your time. And then also being realistic with our time. And learning and saying, I can, I've got this to-do list that's a mile long. We all have it. But really looking at that list and saying, A, how much of time is some of this stuff going to take me? Because we like to underestimate. Well, I can do this and it's only going to take me 15 minutes. And the next thing we know, it's an hour later. And you're like, that took me way longer than I thought. Or I just wanted to make this quick phone call and it turned into all these other steps. But really managing and saying, what needs to be done? And what's top priority? My biggest tip is just letting people know everything doesn't need to get done today. Mm, I make a list. <laughs> Here's what needs to get done. Let me pick the one, maybe two, if I'm really ambitious, three, but very rarely three, but really what are the one or two things that have to get done today? And if they don't get done today, it's going to push me back. I think that's a huge piece of managing. When you can manage your time, your stress, you're able to manage it and say, oh, that's okay. That can just wait till tomorrow. It's not important. It's not my top priority. Mm, very well said. And that's good advice. I don't think it's just good advice for women either. I mean, this is good <laughs> advice for anybody. Yes. <laughs> and I know that yours is stepping up for the Working Mom podcast. But, um, you know, I, I, I think anybody can get something from some of the 
interviews that you've had. Let's talk about that a little bit about the podcasting because you've done this now for three years. Mm -hmm. um, it, can you tell us a little bit about some of the interviews that you've done and what you've learned about other moms? Oh, I've loved doing interviews. I love talking to people. I love hearing their stories. What I've learned the most is that everybody's story is different, but it all stems from the same core belief. I lost who I was. I lost my value. I needed to find it again. There's always some sort of, I mean, your journeys in faith, there's always some sort of journey that these women, and there, there's a handful of men, maybe less than a handful, that I've spoken to on the podcast, mostly working moms. Everyone's got a different story, but at the core, it's, I needed to find myself again. And they all go and find themselves on a different path and a different way. But what it comes down to is that they did it. And they took that leap of faith and they said, I just needed to do something for me. And hearing their stories, hearing what they're doing, knowing that I might not relate. I interviewed a woman who um, was a grandmother and she was in her 60s and she didn't have a career change until she was 62. And hearing her story was really inspiring that no matter whether you understand the story, you can understand the purpose. And to me, it's just inspiring to keep going and keep having these conversations. Yeah, that is awesome. Thank you. And, and may I ask too, how, how does your family react to your new schedule and just having you around a lot more? I'm sure they I think they loved it. Yeah, so <laughs> I quit um, my full-time job in 2018. Mm -hmm. um, and I think... I don't know how much the kids don't re remember of being in extended care till five o'clock or not having mom home, you know, when we got home from school. Uh, what I love the most, and I don't know, maybe they don't see it, but I see it is being home to make dinner. Every time I'm cooking dinner at 4 p.m., I'm thinking, three years later, still thinking, I'm so grateful that I get to do this. I don't always enjoy cooking. But when you get to put that food on the table and everybody, that magical day where everybody eats what you serve, you're like, this <laughs> is why I did this. Um, and I think they just enjoy having me home and watching my kids get older and being able to give them a little bit more space where they're now taking the bus two days a week. So I get a little extra hour to have conversations like this where I don't have to rush out the door to get them. So it's it's been a really beautiful blessing for me and for them. To see it and I think my husband appreciates it because I'm able to oh I ordered the groceries or I'm gonna do this and you know we just kind of have this give and take of I have this meeting early in the morning can you do this or I'm gonna work on Saturday afternoon because I don't get to do it between three and five on the weekday so then he takes that time for me where I can kind of get two hours of, of stuff done or do an interview so it's been a really beautiful balance of being creative and then the kids get to kind of watch mommy do an interview or, or teach a class on a Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't always get to see what I do because it's while they're at school, but it's been really beautiful to kind of have that flexibility and creativity to, to show them what's possible. Mm. Yeah. And with God, all things are possible. You brought up that word creativity again, and yeah. I just can't say that enough because I do believe that as well. Uh, you know, even for myself, who was a stay-at-home mom for so many years and even homeschooled, but every moment of the time that I had at home uh, with my kids, and, mm -hmm. you know, I was able to do things for myself too, 
but you value that special family time. Mm -hmm. So I just congratulate you so much. Tell us what's going on for the end of this year. Now we're taping this in October, 2021 for people who might be watching it sort of after the fact. Um, what's going on in 2022 and beyond for you? <sighs> you know, you and I don't, I don't know. I'm really at a point where I'm just following the path. Mm. And I always like to say following the breadcrumbs. We don't yeah. get to see steps A through Z. We only get to see steps A and B. And I'm just really enjoying the path I'm on, um, mm. the work I'm getting to do and teaching. And I said to my husband, I said, I don't know where all of this is going, but gosh, does it feel really good right now in the moment? So uh, I have the podcast, which I'm fully planning on continuing. I have uh, a planner, a daily planner that I created that I created last year. And I'm really thinking this is something I think I want to start pushing mm -hmm. and really just showing people, like we said, having those priorities. I have it all written out in the planner. So that's a piece I really want to start promoting more of. And then really just seeing where, where I, where I get to go, where I, the opportunities bring me and really open to whatever's next. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> I think is. that's a lot of fun, no matter what your age, no matter what your age. So whoever's watching this. Now, there might be somebody watching this that might be a good candidate for your podcast or an interview. Yeah. Can you speak about that a little bit? Like, who are you looking for for interviews in terms of this podcast? Because it is called, again, Stepping Up for the Working mm -hmm. Mom. Um, maybe you can tell them where they can get in touch with you if there's any kind of introductions that need to mm -hmm. be made in terms of maybe becoming a guest on your podcast. Absolutely. And I'm always welcome to guests. Like I said, I love talking with people I don't know. It's like my favorite part of the conversation, just learning about them. So if you're someone who, and you don't have to be an entrepreneur or have some big life-changing moment, but if you're someone who feels, and if your heart is saying, oh, this is me, uh, but then a part of you saying, oh, but I don't know if I could do that, then reach out to me anyway. Because if it's on your heart, then you're probably meant to share some part of your story. So whether you're a working mom or you're not, or you know someone who is, and you think they've got an inspiring story that if somebody heard this, they might also see what's possible. And to be able to listen to someone else's story so that they can take action. Um, you can reach out to me, just shoot me an email at nikkigingrich at gmail.com. And I am I love getting requests and as things come in and, you know, I pretty much will take anybody on the podcast because everybody has a story, whether you think you have one or not. <laughs> yeah, that is so true. That is so true. I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be a guest here on Journeys in Faith and our audience. Um, before we end, is there any other final words that you would have for all of us? I just like to say thank you, Anne. Thank you for having this platform where I can come and share my story and others can hear it. and. And being able to, it is truly a blessing and a gift for me to be able to share what I do. And sometimes I, I have to pinch myself and say, is this, is this real? Do I still get <laughs> to do this? Is this happening? Because three, four, five years ago, when I said I'm done working full time, I, at the same point where I said before, I didn't know what it was going to look like. I just knew I needed to do something and this is what I was meant to do. No idea where it was going to take me. No idea what it was going to look like but really grateful to be able to enjoy the, enjoy the journey. And I hope all of you can find that peace and simply not knowing where the end is, not knowing what's next, but just enjoying the journey. Amen. Thank you so much. I would love to have you back again 
uh, here on Journeys in Faith on Fiat Ministry Network. We're also now on cmaxtv.tv, so uh, people can check that out too. There, it's a it's sort of um, a Catholic Netflix is what I'll call it, <laughs> sort of thing. So again, thank you all so much, and we will see you again here next week on Journeys in Faith. God bless. Journeys of Faith is a production of Fiat Ministry Network and Patchwork Heart Ministry. For more information about Journeys of Faith, email info at fiatministrynetwork.tv. And be sure to friend, follow, and like us on social media. Just search Journeys in Faith with Ann DeSantis.